All right. So we're going to move on to our next topic. It's a little bit of a controversial topic. It's related to the big news that has hit NASCAR and the sporting world over the past week. Uh, When we recorded our podcast, this story was just starting to break. And uh, we're actually recording this section of the podcast a little earlier in the week. Today's actually Tuesday when a lot of the big news has hit. So just to bring everybody up to speed, Kyle Larson, one of the more up and coming drivers in NASCAR, was playing a simulated racing event the other night. What was it? The Monza Madness event where they had a few drivers from NASCAR and I believe some from the Coca-Cola iRacing series. They they were basically driving NASCAR cars on an indie track. Here's the deal. Kyle Larson used a word, a racially inappropriate word and it is something that you know in our household i don't care the situation we don't ever say that word even our youngest uh person here johan probably has no idea what word we're talking about it's important to understand that that word can mean a lot of hurt to to people of of color specifically african americans he used that word and there's no getting around it it is wrong i would tell you guys the same thing it was absolutely wrong it doesn't matter You just don't do that. But what we're going to talk about is the consequences of what can happen. Yeah. So what happened? He lost pretty much every single sponsor he has. He lost Capital One, Advent Health, McDonald's. Chevrolet. Yeah. Chevrolet said they will no longer be in cooperation with him or associated with him. Earlier today, Chip Ganassi had fired him. He went from being one of the top names in all of NASCAR and because of a decision he made of something he did, the result, the consequence was he lost his job. Yeah, Johan. Did he get Rookie of the Year in 2014? I uh, believe so. I believe he might have. If he didn't, he was up there. And there were, I, I remember when we were looking at the 2016 race uh, where Jimmy Johnson ended up winning the last race that Carl Edwards ran. I believe he was running. Wasn't he running up there in the top five and even at one point was running for the championship. So this is not just a, a you know, a, just a regular driver. It's one of the top drivers. Yeah, he, one of my favorite races of the of last decade had him going head-to-head with Kyle Busch, my favorite driver, on the final laps. They were, like, bumping, and they were hard at each other. So a very talented driver, and he learned a very hard lesson. As Giovanni said, he got fired today by Chip Ganassi. Uh, Karen and I were talking about it earlier in the day. And honestly, I don't think Chip Ganassi had a choice. The sponsorships for NASCAR are at the team level. So when a lot of these uh, companies came back and said, we're cutting ties with this driver, they basically told Without, I mean, they probably said it explicitly, but they basically are saying in the news and in their PR releases, we're not sponsoring him. So if he's in that car, we're not sponsoring. And if you know anything about NASCAR, the lifeblood of the sport are these sponsors. And so they basically gave Chip Canassi no choice but to cut him. What were some of the things that you guys had said when you think about something like this? One thing I think he can definitely learn from it, and I think all of us can, really everyone is... Words hurt, and once you say something, you can't take it back, so you need to be very careful, and something, honestly, I need to learn is to think of what, think before you say it, because once it's out there, it's it's out there, and you, you can't take it back. It's done. 
similar to what Gio said, it's basically like, yeah, you got to be careful because look at, he just said this one word and it has cost him almost everything. And we don't know what's going to happen to him. Like, it, he could be done with NASCAR for good because I don't know if any of these other teams are going to be willing to have him. Maybe they might, but... It'll take a long time. I mean, we've seen it throughout all sports that if you have the talent, there will be a team or an organization that will give you another chance. Right now, it's hard to see what that's going to look like and who would ever do that. I do believe he'll see himself back in the sport. The question, though, is when he does come back, will he ever be on a team with the caliber of, of equipment that he had at Chip Ganassi. And, and, you know, I think he was on a, he had one more year on his contract or this might've been his last year. And he probably would have been a top free agent to sign with any team because of his abilities. And, and because he made a poor choice, he had to face the consequences. And, you know, for us and Karen and I were debating this earlier, you know, is it, it's unfortunate that he lost his job. You would hate to make one mistake and then be done. Like, how would you guys, you know, you would feel if you made one mistake and that was it. But there are consequences. You have to face consequences. I just think Chip Canassi was put in a spot he had to. It's unfortunate he had to. Well, it's really unfortunate is that Kyle Larson had even said the word. It shouldn't even be in his vocabulary. And that that's the biggest thing that he needs to learn is that despite what you may think, and you may think that, well, words are just words. Well, to certain people, those words have a deep meaning. And in this case, a very bad deep meaning. And we have to learn to take those words out of our vocabulary. The one thing I've been thinking about is Chip Canassi, because Kyle Larson's his only driver, right? So, like, what's going to happen with that whole team? Like, who will come in to replace them? Or, like, how does Chip Canassi's team change after this? I don't know. Uh, Johan, does he have any other drivers on his team, Chip Canassi? Kurt Busch. Kurt Busch is a, a Chip Canassi driver? Yeah, because it was McMurray and Larson. Then, when McMurray retired, it was Kurt. So, at least he, he's got Kurt Busch. And he's got top equipment. There are drivers in Xfinity and some of the other leagues. And maybe there are other drivers. Think of a driver right now that is probably in a cup car, but maybe it's not the top equipment. Daniel Suarez? Daniel Suarez. Who else? There's been a lot of buzz just from NASCAR fans that Ross Chastain, who is currently subbing for Ryan Newman, could possibly be in that car. I'd also think someone like Timmy Hill, who won the iRacing. Yeah. Who? Um, I think Matt. Um, did no. I think Paul Menard could come back. You think he could unretire? What do you think about Chad? What was his name? Ross Chastain. Yeah, Ross Chastain. Nope. That. Why did you say that, Gio? No particular reason. Okay. What What do you think about him, Johan? Yeah. Nope. No. Yeah. No. So you'd rather have a Timmy Hill or a or a Daniel Suarez. Daniel Suarez. I, I would. I would, pa- I would honestly be Paul fine Menard. with or Paul Either Menard. Either. Okay. I do think that there could be some of the drivers from the lower series that are shown great. Like, I know it's probably going to be a couple of years before she enters, but I think maybe Haley Deegan, unless she takes Jimmy's spot. I think, what's the rule? I think you have to be 18. She's still got I think so, but year or two. even she has said that she's going to take her time 
in the series that she's currently in to become a much better driver. And she said herself in an interview that she doesn't want to make the mistake of moving up too quickly and not being able to develop her talent to get to that point of the cup car. And that's actually a good point because I think a lot of these younger drivers, they win Xfinity Championship and then they immediately go to Sprint Cup, like Chase Elliott, Daniel Suarez, and it takes them a couple of years. Like now Chase Elliott in these couple last couple of years have been winning a lot of races, and that's because they've had time to get like good at the Sprint Cup card. So you think if the driver might be someone that's already in a cup card, just not a top-level car that could replace Kyle Larson? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Johan. Another driver that... um has a good chance to get in the 42, like, from the Xfinity series. is like, the 22 in the Xfinity series. What's his name? Um, I, uh, for, I believe Austin Sendrick. Yeah, and or, like, the 7, Justin Allgaier. You think he could he could step up into that 42 car? Yeah, I think those two are um kind of good in the Xfinity series. I think um they could step up in the, in the um, car because, like, Justin Allgaier was um, part of the championship four at Homestead Miami for the last time. And, like, I think three of the cars from the championship four in the Xfinity series moved in to the NASCAR Cup Series this year. So I think maybe um, Justin Olguyer can get his chance. Going back to the Kyle Larson topic, I have to say that when I read this morning the breaking news that Chip Ganassi had fired him. What he did was absolutely wrong. And there's no justification or reason for what he did. And as you were saying, that that word should not be part of his vocabulary, especially as someone who is a high profile athlete in NASCAR to say something like that. Um, To be honest, it's, it's very, it, it, it lacks, um, intelligence and maturity to say something like that when you are, you know, you're pretty much a role model. And, you know, sadly, some people will be like, well, you know, you know, he's, he shouldn't have that pressure. Well, you know, realistically, people who are athletes and famous people have that responsibility with great power, crumb skate responsibility. And that is one of the things that as a, you know, well-named prominent driver in NASCAR, you have, you know, and Again, what he did was absolutely wrong. He should not have done that. There is no excuse. And I get that Chip Canassi's hand was forced to letting him go. I think it's uh, very sad for him that in one moment of carelessness and not thinking, his current situation and career has just disappeared they went down the drain i i'm i'm it's it's a little it's it's sad um i do believe in second chances so from my point of view i don't think he should have gotten fired for this horrible mistake but i also do get that like i said chip ganassi's hand was forced i mean when you lose your sponsors how are you going to run a car you depend on that um but i think that you know, he apologized and I saw the video. It seemed pretty sincere. It didn't seem like it was something that was written for him and rehearsed. Um, so 
you know, I, I do believe that he feels bad for what he did. And uh, we've seen in the past in other sports where athletes have made terrible mistakes and have been given second chances. So, you know, I think he will be given a second chance by some by another team. Um, it may take a little bit, but I do hope that not only Kyle Larson, but that this is a lesson that everybody can learn. Do not or remember, I'm sorry, a lesson that you have to be very careful and think about what is going to come out of your mouth when you say it, because you cannot take words back. Even though you apologize, it's been said, it's hurt somebody, and you can't erase it and take it back. I don't think I could have said anything different. I agree with you a hundred percent. And, uh, you know, it is sad. I hope that he has a second chance, but I also hope that he learns from this and that others learn from it. You know, one of the reasons why we do this podcast is we want other people to understand that there's more to NASCAR than what the stereotype is. The fans can all be different, can all come from all walks of life. We love cars, we love racing, but we're all different. I mean, our family represents that. We're not your traditional NASCAR fans or family. And when something like this happens in a sport we love, it's sad because it reinforces for a lot of people, oh, that's what I expected of NASCAR. And the reality is there's more to NASCAR than what people give it credit. And I just hope that this doesn't become a stain that the sport can't recover from. And uh, I hope that, you know, he gets another chance. But this opens up the dialogue and helps people realize that, like Gio said and what Karen said, words hurt. You can't take them back. And you just got to be, you got to be mindful of that. So it's a real tough situation. And hopefully it's the last time we have to talk about something like this.